The Modus Monologues and DocuAmerica series podcast was made possible with the support from the Chan Zuckerberg Initiative. From Modus Theater, welcome to the Shoebox Stories podcast, where we invite you to stand in someone else's shoes. I'm Modus's artistic director, Kirsten Wilson. If you could just for a moment take a walk in my shoes. For our first podcast series on DocuAmerica, Modus asks a prominent American to stand in the shoes of an undocumented person by reading aloud their story, saying their words and holding, for a moment, the weight that they carry. By reading the story handed to them in the studio, the reader is not saying they agree with everything written. They are simply agreeing to suspend judgment and feel the impact as they word by word experience the world through another's eyes. Maybe then you'll come to see all the struggles, all the dreams, all the hopes that we Our guest reader is Nicholas Kristoff, the Pulitzer Prize-winning op-ed writer for the New York Times and CNN commentator. You know, the problem with our immigration policy and so many policies is that we don't think of them in terms of flesh and blood. We think of them in terms of uh, policies, and it's very easy to, to create discriminatory policies. He will be reading the story of Redesel Savidres Rodriguez, a legally deaf, undocumented college graduate who shares how he went from suicidal to success after the DACA program was created in 2012 They gave temporary legal status to undocumented people brought to the U.S. as children. After the reading and reflection, we have a musical response to Rada Sell's story from Grammy-winning Afro-Latin jazz musician and composer Arturo O'Farrell. But first... Nicholas Kristoff reading Redesel Salvidres Rodriguez's autobiographical story, I Was Born for the Light. Can you hear me? Come closer. Listen to my story. Imagine living in a lonely, cold world where you cannot see anything around you but dark shadows moving in the distance. There's no hope, no future, nothing to plan ahead. You have nightmares of being taken from your family and sent into exile. You have learned to think of yourself as an illegal, something that is shameful, something that does not belong. And you fear that you are the only one. The other students are talking, laughing, preparing for their lives, choosing colleges. But you are not invited. You don't have a social security number. You cannot apply. You seek guidance, help. You say, I'm a good student. I want to continue into college. I'll work hard. I've overcome the challenge of being deaf. And now I have a dream. But the guidance counselor interrupts to silence you. I'm sorry, but there's nothing I can do. You are an illegal. You try to follow as your friends continue on to college, but with no option for financial aid, no scholarships available, you don't even have money for one semester, so you must drop out. You can't tell your friends you're undocumented, 
You lie and tell them you're not ready for college. You get off social media so you don't have to see their happy faces, their talk of classes and careers. Little by little, you slowly disappear until they forget about you. All your life, you strive to be good, to stay out of trouble, to make your parents proud. You've resisted joining a gang, even though they promised you that loneliness would end if you would just join them. But now, you have to buy a social security number on the black market to get a job. You are becoming what you fear. Your body is being poisoned from the lies you must tell people to survive and to protect yourself. It's starting to destroy you from the inside. There's no escape. You are illegal. No matter how hard you work, you are still illegal. A prisoner in the free world, you are still illegal. You feel the heavy weight of chains. Are you a criminal or a slave? For you, being undocumented is a curse. You hate being Mexican. You hate your parents. And most of all, you hate yourself. And every day that your dreams die, the chains get heavier and heavier. You can't feel yourself anymore. When you accidentally injure yourself at the construction site where you work, you're surprised to feel pain. It has been so long since you felt anything. At night, you pour alcohol into the wounds on your hands and watch yourself burn. You feel less lonely with your body on fire than numb in the cold. And then you decide you will kill yourself. But that thought cuts so deep. The pain you will cause your mother, your father. Some light at the bone of your existence says you cannot die. Maybe your life is over, but your siblings are American citizens. You will help them study, help them get a driver's license, help them get to college, everything you could not have. There is some light. You become one of the many undocumented laborers living to support the dreams of another. And then... Your mother calls. Obama has given you papers. Obama has created DACA. How can the words of a president you've never met, who's never met you, save your life? I sign up for DACA and college in the same week. I find beautiful people at the college, members of Dreamers United, I am no longer alone, but surrounded by other students who walk the same path. 
They show me their scars and the marks from their chains. I see the tears and motivation in their eyes. I see them graduating, becoming doctors, lawyers, educators, teachers, community organizers, and becoming my friends. I start fighting for institutional change, creating student organizations on campus, marching in the streets. I run for student government. And I, an undocumented, legally deaf, first-generation college student, I win. I look down at where the chains once were, and I see a torch in my hand. I am not an illegal. I am not. That was a lie. The lie that created all the lies that pulled me into darkness. I am not an illegal. My name, Redesel, has its ancestral root in Redesol, or King of the Sun. I was made for the light. And no human being is illegal on these stolen lands. Listen, you who are afraid, I know your fear. You who have no hope, who are so deep in hiding that you have lost even yourself, you can win the battle with the shadows. The nightmares can stop and go away. You are not alone. Your arms were not meant for chains, but for freedom, for joy, and to dream again. Your voices were not meant to be silent, but to stand up and fight back. On behalf of you, my community, my ancestors, my parents, my siblings, and myself. I stand in the full light and call out. My name is Redesel Salvidres Rodriguez. I am undocumented, unashamed, unafraid, and unapologetic. Welcome to my brilliant, shining, beautiful life. Beautiful. And now, Nick, could you tell Reda Sell what it was like to read his story? One of the things that strikes me reading it is how you have a story of marginalization, of self-doubt, of disempowerment that ends up being about empowerment, that ends up being about success and thriving and finding a better avenue. (laughs) One doesn't expect to come up with a uplifting story. Uh, And yet that's exactly what you wrote on paper and in your life. So thank you for that. I mean, I think one of the challenges is that a lot of Americans see 
immigrants through the prism of burden. And I think you very clearly underscore that uh, one can also see immigration through the prism of asset. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what immigrants are, national assets. Thank you for sharing that. My dad was a refugee from World War II. And I think of the fact that he was able to come to the U.S. and was welcomed and was greeted and was sponsored by a uh, church that paid his passage, that then found him work for a year, that guaranteed his expenses. And there was a sense of hospitality there that uh, was transformative, not only for him, but of course for our, our family. And I, you know, I, I worry that, that, that we've lost that and that we've gone from that hospitality toward immigrants and refugees to a sense of demonization. Nick, before you read Ray's story, he read his own story directly to you. What was that like? I'd read it, but it becomes um, flesh and blood in this context uh, when you hear it. And I think that, indeed, the problem with our immigration policy and so many policies is that we don't think of them in terms of flesh and blood. We think of them in terms of uh, policies, and it's very easy to, to create discriminatory policies uh, toward a group of people. We, we have this natural tendency to otherize people, and I think that the, the way to fight that is to um, have a real person tell their real story. And uh, that's, that's certainly what emerged here. And you, Redesel, what was it like to have your story read back to you by Nicholas Kristof? I felt the emotion coming out when you're reading it. And being the listener now, I can feel, I picture my life all over again, almost 10 years ago, high school. There's a lot of emotion packed in there. I think you felt my emotion, it changed from darkness to light, sadness to happy, and it was happy finding the community, helping each other, and I know me and my other friend, we started to be united, and now we both graduating. Congratulations. Thank you. Quite a milestone. I would love to take a moment and breathe together and see if there's any last words to be said before we end, and I play Arturo O'Farrell's musical response. Uh, in my heart right now is all the undocumented who are living in the shadows don't give up there's going to be hope there's a community that supports us it doesn't matter what happened today or tomorrow we're always going to be this, doing this together and striving to do better and remember that we are not, we're not alone in this fight we have a, a big community that loves us, will do anything for us and fight into this justice. And just remember self-care. I would just say that it just strikes me that 140 years ago, we would have had a conversation. It would have been um, Irish Catholics who were demonized and <clears throat> marginalized. And in um, the 1930s, it might have been European Jews in the early 1940s. It might have been Japanese Americans. And we have this long history of suspicion and fear uh, of uh, immigrants. And yet we also have this other thread of welcoming people and providing opportunities. And we have certainly been better as a nation when we've figured out how to 
put aside those fears and welcome people and see people as individuals and your life and your graduation and your service in student government, I think, you know, epitomize the opportunity that is there if we can rise above our baser aspects of our souls. So thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that too.
That was the Young People's Chorus of New York City singing Free Falling Borderless from The Invisible Suite by Arturo O'Farrell and featured on his album Fandango on the Wall. You can watch a video of Redesel reading his own story on our webpage, shoeboxstories.org, or hear him read it to Nicholas Kristoff on our companion podcast, Modus Monologues, Undocu-America series. We hope you will share Redesel's story with your friends and family, so everyone knows the people whose lives are at stake in U.S. immigration policy. Next month on the Shoebox Stories Undocu-America series, Hear the anchor and executive producer of Latino USA, Maria Hinojosa, read the story of Tanya Chaires. We're all saying y'all have been sleeping while we've become dehumanized. Thank you to Nicholas Kristoff, Reyesel Salvidres Rodriguez, Arturo O'Farrell, and all you listening who are willing to stand in the shoes of someone with a different experience than your own and see the world for a moment through their eyes. Please take good care of yourselves, those you hold dear, and your neighbors, both those near and far. So take a moment to refrain from all the judgment and the pain and hold my story for a while. We are grateful for the Modus Monologues creative team, including Carlos Heredia theme song, Anthony Salvo violin underscore, Alejandro Fuentes Mena Vocals, Robert Johnson Vocals, the podcast content editor, Modus Artistic Director, Kirsten Wilson, technical editors, Sam Glover, Douglas Reed, and Matthew Simonson, the Modus Theater production team, Rita Valent Quinn, Michelle Mon, and Chiara Chavez, and Modus Undocumentologists, Victor Galvan, Tania Chaires, Rey de Cel Salvidres Rodriguez, Laura Peniche, Chiara Chavez, Juan Juarez, Irving Reza, Cristian Solano Cordova, Armando Peniche, and Alejandro Fuentes Mena.